All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cash Flow Podcast. We have a guest here today, Jersinosaurus. Say hi, Jerry. How's it going? Oh, my gosh. I've known Jerry for years now, and uh, he was introduced to me to a good friend of mine. And Jerry and I did a flip together years ago as a, a passive investor. Jerry brought in the capital. We did the work here at People's Capital Group. We made a nice profit on it. By the way, guys, go to peoplescapitalgroup.com and learn more about how you can get invested passively in our properties and upcoming projects. So let's jump into it, guys. Uh, as you know, we uh, work with a number of passive investors here. But uh, Jerry, talk a little bit about your journey. I know you've been uh, working to become a young millionaire yourself and build wealth. And, and Jerry's actually taken our Learn Earn program a little bit. Um, and actually developed a very awesome real estate investment company now that's, uh, I think he's a millionaire. I'm pretty sure Jerry's a millionaire. I think he wrote that on Facebook. So once it's on Facebook, <laughs> it's, it's legit. It's, legit. <laughs> it's official. Absolutely. But Jerry, what sparked your interest into real estate? Um, I caught myself a lot just watching those HGTV shows, to be honest. And mm -hmm. I said, as corny as that sounds, and I feel that's so such a generic answer mm -hmm. to a question like that, but that is the truth. Uh, you, know, I, uh, you know, growing up, I remember just, spending hours watching those shows and and then starting to get a realization that these people, if you really look into them, they're just regular people that are just doing these amazing things. And it made me realize it's just a matter of getting started and, you know, just, just not watching anymore and just, just action. So, you know, that's when I kind of met you uh, through <coughs> art, I believe, right, yeah. at the mm -hmm. time. and. Uh, Aaron was big into real estate, and these were these were back in our party days. So you know oh, we we, no, no. we had lots of hangout times, and you know <laughs> so we would always talk and uh, you know and, and get deep with what we were doing. And I saw the opportunity with what he was doing, and that's when I decided. I said, Aaron, I want to do something together. And he introduced me to this, and we got together on a property in what was that Lake Capacon? Lake Capacon. Lake Capacon. Beautiful place to, to yep. go and, and yep. stay. Uh, that was actually around the time they had that anaconda loose there that people were freaking out about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to capture with my own two hands and kill it so that property values would go up. I wasn't there for that, but I yeah. heard the story. I, See, we got to check up. <laughs> we go above me on here, people's capital group. If there's rumors of anacondas yeah. in the local lakes of our real estate, yeah. I'll personally jump in there in my underwear and I'll. I'll Angle that snake yeah. so property values go up um, exactly yeah so overall i think that was a that was a good one and that was back also in our days we were also learning more on, on our end as well and yeah. building our resources and building our contractors and and our investments and investor connections um but you know so we offer something called the learn and earn program at that time where we gave uh we still do today where we would give our documents and spreadsheets and operating agreements and offering contracts and uh just gives people kind of a leg up to get started on investment. And I always say to our investors that do the Learn Earn program, like you did, it's just the documents and the spreadsheets and our, our knowledge. It's not going to really, you know, there's a lot more to starting an investment company and being a, a real estate investor. It's yeah. getting up every day and doing the struggle. But um, you are one of the, like, one out of 100 that actually took our resources utilize them and now you have a, a really interesting real estate business yep. um so what do you do now in a real estate i kind of ventured off into a few different uh i guess you could say roads with real estate so uh i got into developing uh found a little bit of a niche where i you know i'll go into a town that is a little bit uh on the lower side of rents and things like that, 
very, very different. And I always tell people this very difference between somewhere that's dangerous and, and not a good area and somewhere that's just an underdeveloped area. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of be able to, and that's kind of, as you're in the real estate world, you're going to get that niche more and more, you get that feel of what the difference is. So going into towns like that and finding a building that's kind of been stagnant there and no one has a vision with it. And, you know, we, we renovate them into luxury apartments uh, and rent them out at very reasonable rents. Uh, so it, you know, it brings new people into towns and the town is more, uh, open to working with you because there's not a lot of activity. So you're bringing, you know, you're bringing something new to the table. Uh, so it's really just deciding on the market that you're, that you want to attack. You know, I did that. I did a a couple flips, uh, flipping. I decided really wasn't my thing personally, my belief system, you know, it's going to take me the same amount of time to find a deal close on the deal, renovate the deal to then sell it, hopefully make a, you know, hopefully make a profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just didn't want to do that too often. So I decided the buy and hold was really my game. Uh, Cause the same amount of time that I would spend to find that deal, close it and renovate it. I realized I have that deal for life now, if it was indeed a good deal. And I gained, you know, and again, we are friends, but at the end of the day, we, we, we learned a lot together and I learned a lot from you and your group. Uh, the idea of this is really, getting your feet wet, you know, going out there and doing it once and getting this whole illusion that this is such a scary thing out of your head. Because once you do it once and you're there live in person and you realize that there's, it's not overly complex, Mm -hmm. you get the motivation to just do more and more of it down the road. And that's how you'll grow your own million dollar real estate empire. And then the sky's the limit once you really figure that out. Mm -hmm. And you guys really do provide those tools to realize that this is not as, you know, it is scary, but for those who have done it, for us, we can simplify it for you. I guess that's the the easier way of saying it. Yeah, which is great. And, you know, with our recent interviews between investors, I had a doctor in here, uh, Roy and Risha, the other day. Um, And uh, that's that's very interesting, the difference between our, our investors were uh, you know, Roy's a, a great doctor. He's busy being a doctor all day. And where, you know, other people who are, are able to do the real estate investment actively, you know, it's really a nice uh, fit, you know, as far as passive investors yep. where, you know, you're working as a doctor many hours a week and and you, you don't have the option to run around and do a real estate investment company. And then we have the other end of the spectrum of our investors who are more active like yourself here, which are, are fewer and further between, I'd say for sure, probably about you know, maybe 10% of our passive investors are also active investors doing their own thing. But it's really a a very cool mix and it's a good way to diversify too for for active investors. Um, And, um, you know, so you recently have gotten into also the um, housing of uh, recovering addicts. And yeah, things so, like that. And, and that's something else that real estate gives you the opportunity of doing. Once you figure out the real estate game, I guess, through learning and you know by doing so much, you can find, again, the word I like to use is niches, because you could do a lot. People look at real estate sometimes as just a house. Mm-hmm. Well, with the house, you can do a lot with it. Are you gonna rent it? Are you gonna sell it? Are you, you, know, are you gonna create a two family out of a one family that the town has zoned? So out of one deal, you can create 10 possibilities or more. Mm-hmm. So by being in that field so much and, 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 and having a, a, a passion for for something. I met, along the way, I met a, a part, my business partner, Michael, uh, and he had a history of addiction. And in getting to know him and working with him, he actually had a, a bad relapse. And, you know, after he relapsed, I was there with watching the struggle, him going back to rehab, getting his life back together. 
and it was a very hard run. And you know, when he got out, he pretty much explained to me about all the horror stories of what's out there and, and, and rehabs and treatment centers and sober living homes. So we really you know, got together with his expertise of that world and my expertise in real estate and being able to find a deal, fixing it up to fit our needs that now we combine and we actually have Lux Residence, which is a sober living uh, housing. We provide housing for people uh, as soon as they come out of treatment centers. We'll help them uh, with their credit. We help them get jobs if they don't have jobs. We help link them up with the community uh, to get back on their feet. Uh, and that to me has been the biggest joy is, you know, the more real estate you do, once you do start building uh, some passive income that does come in every month, it gives you the ability to start doing things with your heart versus just for the money aspect of things. You can actually do things to yeah. give back. And I can tell you there's no but there's no dollar amount that I've ever received yeah. that matches the feeling of mm-hmm. even last night we had Thanksgiving dinner with with ten guys at uh at our at our Lux residence house and mm-hmm. no dollar amount matches that. So you know that's that's the other venture I've I've gone down regarding real estate and it's uh it's been a fun one and it's just a start. Yeah, no, it's amazing, man. And, uh, you know, I, addiction has plagued my family as well. I've been to the funerals of friends that died from opioid overdose. You know, it's really a, a catastrophe here in our in our country and yeah. around the world, really. But um, yeah. so it, it's incredible what real estate does. You know, at the end of the day, it's our biggest expense. It's really the most important asset in our lives. You know, people don't recognize it, but it's the biggest asset choice you'll make. It's the one of the biggest purchase decisions you'll make. You know, you'll go to the, the uh, grocery store and you'll weigh uh, two different slices of meat to save 89 cents, you know, but then when looking at real estate or buying your home or whatnot, people just say, oh, I need a home, I'm gonna buy a home like it's a commodity. And sure, it is a commodity, but it's also the most important commodity you'll ever purchase. Um, You know, but then the other flip side of it is on the investment side, once you have knowledge and you have the experience and you have the means to go about and and make a difference, real estate is is such an awesome asset class. Not only can you offer housing to people in tough situations like recovering addicts, which is a serious problem in our society today, or um, even just offering affordable housing. You know, we do a lot of affordable housing or being a good landlord of Section 8 housing. You know, with the lower end of real estate, you see a lot of slumlords and a lot of guys and, and gals that just take advantage of um, lower income producing, you know, lower demographics. They know they're not going to hire an attorney as, you know, quickly, you know, so they don't have the means to, to fight so much. So you see slumlords kind of take advantage of, of lower income housing. And that was a always a very a sad problem thing. out there. Yeah. Very big problem. You know, by just being a good landlord and working with people and being clear and transparent and respecting their needs, um, you can make a difference in the community. Just buy rundown buildings and fixing them up and leasing them up to families and making them safe and stable again and creating jobs for the local uh, contractors in the area. Yeah. Um, you know, but then you're taking it a step further. You're actually housing recovering addicts that are in between yeah. the step of a, uh, a halfway house to yeah. actual getting their own apartment, yep. getting their Back feet on the ground. Yep. And uh, so it's really an incredible step because I actually know I uh, have a family member who went through that process of falling out of society yeah. due to drug addiction and you know really smart really sharp that we always say he was the smartest one the the most best looking one in the family and you know but had the challenge of drug addiction and it's it's so so difficult so yeah. to see you creating a, a company that has a place for those people to stay um you know give them the thanksgiving dinner give because those things are so important those are priceless you know when you've yeah. lost your family and friends to drug addiction yeah. and it's thanksgiving 
And you know what I mean? You know, that is one of the saddest uh, parts of society. Yeah. And uh, so that's very cool, man. And pro- props to that, you know. Thank it's, you. I appreciate that. It's, it's really, you know, so real estate really is an incredible tool. Now, now talk a little bit about how, you know, you're a hardworking uh, salesman as well. You, you're really a really manager at, at a, yeah. in a dealership. And uh, Jerry here is like one of the top leaders of a sales team, I think, at a Honda dealership uh, a few towns away. And uh, just crushes it in the sales world and yep. you work a lot of hours so talk about your transition to kind of working a ton of hours nine to five well more nine to five and then transitioning into being an actual owner of wealth and real estate as you embark it, to real estate it's you know it's there's there's no sexy way of saying it you're putting in hours you know you are there's you're you're prioritizing where your time goes and that's where i think a lot of people struggle a lot of people struggle to give up some of their life for what's to come later. So I've, I've always said, if you've known me that, you know, I've given up my 20s to just, you know, consciously given up my 20s to just go in, build as much wealth as I can so that my 30s and 40s are the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with sacrificing my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm 29 years old. I'm not in a, a fantasy league on NFL. I mean, I watch football every Sunday, but I don't have the time throughout the week to reshape my roster and you know like sometimes I meet these guys and like they could give you a breakdown stat sheet of every team in the NFL for the last week and mm-hmm. who's who's pacing this yards and who's going to break this guy's record and that record and I'm just like Jesus if this guy only knew like right. that mental strength that he's applying to this as uh, you know as, as great as hobbies are if you apply that same thing to the real estate world or anything else that you may be passionate about, what you can actually become. And you know, a lot of people do use the excuse of time mm-hmm. and it's the hardest thing. You know, I manage uh, probably about 60 people right now and yeah, we run one of the top uh, Honda dealerships in, in the country. We're uh, top 10 in the country and you know, doing that and then doing the real estate uh, developing side and then doing the sober living home business, it's, you know, I could tell you it's doable because I do it. You know, it's but a lot of times I'm not at the party that everyone's at. I'm not, you know, and you have to. It's the sacrifice. It's like anything else. It really is a sacrifice. Are you going to sacrifice now or later? To me, the idea of waiting till you're 65 to retire and collect a monthly pension that hopefully is enough to somewhat continue your lifestyle the way you've had it the last 60 years that you've been slaving away to me is not a concept of real retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, retirement's just not having to show up anywhere and never w- worrying about an account running out of money. Mm-hmm. And when you do get into passive, uh, you know, mm-hmm. especially real estate, yeah. and on a long-term basis, you can literally solve that problem. Well, I remember when I was graduating from Rowan University in 2009, my uh, college advisor said, uh, you should get a job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car because they're the only place hiring right now in this recession. And they'll start you at $32,000 a year. But if you put away enough money into your IRA, by the time you're 65, you can retire. <laughs> and I said, that's great. And I looked at this guy and he was about 65 and he wasn't retired yet. And I said, why am I taking financial advice exactly. from a broke guy? Exactly. And uh, listen, I mean, nothing against uh, college advisors or you know, people, they're, they're there for a reason. A lot of us lack direction. And I did at the time as yep. well. And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I started reading Trump University books and David Lindahl books and reading about how easy it was to build a portfolio and actually got into it and realized uh, yep. how difficult it was. But yeah, I mean, that's it's all that, that mindset of yep. what you put your extra time into 
um, you know, even what people are doing with their capital. You know, now a lot of people are saying, well, listen, it's not realistic for me to go out and develop a real estate investment company and develop, you know, start building uh, condos and, and stuff in, in uh, NetCong like Jerry's doing here, you know, doing sober living houses. It's a lot of work. Jerry's a hustler. He's 29. He's kind of an outlier. That's why I like having him on the show here. So a lot of people say, listen, I, I have my skill set. I'm good at being a doctor, I make a lot of dough doing that. I put in a lot of hours doing that. At the end of the day, that's that's what I'm going to do. And that's fine. But then just being smart with that capital, putting it into something passive where that money is making money, you know, that's so, so important. And I feel like our generation yeah. um, really, you know, well, actually, they say millennials are good savers. Um, we're, yeah. we're millennials here, unfortunately. But, um, you know, they really, they might be good savers, but do they understand wealth and how wealth is created? How to grow. Um, how to grow wealth. Yeah. Do they understand that being wealthy isn't a bad thing? It allows you to give back to your community. It allows you to give back to your church or, you know, give back to people that need it. And actually, if you don't have wealth and wealthy people in society, then you can't have those people that give back and create Correct. jobs. So, that's the reality of you know, it. And that's what concerns me about a lot of where our society is going, and our generation in particular, and the ones below us too, that, that look at being wealthy and look at being rich. And you know, one thing I like about you is you're not afraid to say, hey, I just made a great investment that's going to put me on the path to being a multimillionaire. Or, hey, I just got number, you know, top 10 of the sales team in mm -hmm. Honda in the whole country. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing great. And you know, success but, breeds success at right, the end of the day. Right. People, people, you, you, are you going to want to hang out with a group that's not doing anything or the group that's excelling and doing something? Because I can tell you the rule, the rule of thumb that I've always lived by, you are the five people you hang out with. Mm. Because the commonality is this. Every successful person has the same common trait. Mm -hmm. We all want to help, right? We all like to help if someone wants help. So go to a group of five guys that are already doing well. Get in that group because one of two things will happen. One, you'll become like them and live the lifestyle they're living. Or two, you just won't get it and they'll weed you out, unfortunately. And that's the clear and cut way of saying it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, But it is a lot of work. Real estate's a ton of work. If you have a full-time job and you know you do want to enjoy your extra hours, uh, you know, not to have to build your own thing. I've known you for a very long time. You've been in business. Aaron's been in business for a very long time. Um, They've done the right thing always, and people have sure. grown with them. I've grown with them. It's helped. I've taken what I've learned from them and propelled it into something else. Mm -hmm. uh, but I could have easily just also left it with you, and you've shown me already. He's he'll show me what my returns would have been up to now, <laughs> you know. And you know they're doing great. So if that is something that it's it's so much better than a four hundred one k. It's so much better than an than an IRA. It's better than all of that. I personally believe. I'm I'm yeah. not a big believer of four hundred one k. So. Real estate's the way to go. Passive income's the way to go. And yeah. these guys, everything that I'm explaining, they know what they're doing. You know, I call him for advice probably once a month at least <laughs> to pick his brain about something. So yeah. uh, these guys, they're the real deal. Uh, so Thanks, definitely, and I, and I mean it. So. Yeah, and, and a lot of people have 401ks that uh, at IRAs, and it's not so much about your investment vehicle. It's like, what are you investing? Are you yeah. making good returns? Are you yeah. making double-digit cash and cash returns so you can actually build wealth and beat inflation? Or are you just keeping up with inflation and the stock market and playing it safe or not paying it safe? And really? 401k, a lot of people don't even realize you can take out half of your 401k total mm -hmm. as a loan mm -hmm. and on that loan you don't pay back interest to the bank when you pay back that loan with interest that money is actually going back to your pocket so you're mm -hmm. paying yourself interest back so if you're smart and you have a good amount of money in your 401k take a loan against it invest it not only are you earning 
income from that money now, the money you're paying back to that loan with interest is also, you're, you're paying yourself double interest at that point. So little tricks like that are the things that a, a lot of people sometimes don't dive into or you're scared to dive into. It's black and white and it's yeah. there for you, just invest. That's an incredible tip, you know, and that's something we teach uh, with the webinar we're actually doing tonight, although this will air after that, but we do a Sorry. webinar every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome tip, you know, and uh, so people take their 401k, they roll it in their IRA, and then you can self-direct your IRA as well into real estate. You can borrow against your 401k, like Jerry just explained. Yep. You can use your IRA to, to leverage and buy bigger real estate as well. Um, about a third of our investors self-direct their IRA, and it's a great fit for a passive investor, someone that's making a lot of money, has been able to put money away in their IRA, and it's a very cool tool. So um, I think the bottom line is, if you are more of a passive investor, make sure your money's working harder than you're working, making 100%. you know, 10, 11%. If it's not, go to peoplescapitalgroup.com, put in your information, get in touch with us. We'll talk to you about the next building we're buying, see if you qualify. Um, if your money is uh, actively working in the real estate market, but it's wearing you out, you're getting tired of it, again, peoplescapitalgroup.com, we could talk to you about passive investments. Um, and uh, that's what we do here. But Jerry here took our information, invested with us in the past, yeah. made some money with us passively, and then took our learn and earn program, and now he's created tons and tons of wealth from it. So just an awesome success story. It wasn't easy, he put in the hours, he's a smart guy, he busts his butt. But you could do it too, and it all got started here at PCG. So, uh, Jerry, any uh, final words of wisdom or ways people could possibly reach out to you? Um, you could visit us at luxrez.com, L U X R E Z.com. Uh, we are always accepting uh, furniture donations as we are expanding with uh, houses, and that's one of our biggest costs. So, that helps us tremendously. And the last tip is don't accept living a lifestyle that you don't want to live in. You know, the things you enjoy watching on TV, those destinations, those, that's all a reality. It literally just, it's a decision that has to be different than the masses. If the masses aren't doing something and then the select few that are successful, follow the select few that are successful because they know something that the others don't. Invest in real estate. I, I love real estate. It's all I talk about on a daily basis. It's, it's life. Heck yeah. So that's it. Get that passion. Good luck and make going. that money, everybody. Absolutely. Guys, success. Spill the coffee all over. <laughs> you so guys, check out peoplescapitalgroup.com. Learn how you can start making your money work harder for you. Get that lifestyle you're looking for. Start protecting your capital, making strong returns, tax write-offs through NJ Real Estate here, peoplescapitalgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.